Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Thanks, everyone, for um, tuning in. This is um, part three of episode 54, 81696, Clifford Ball. Um, we're going to talk about set three, and, and you all are going to listen to it. Um, Brad has his sleeves rolled up. Um, I'm just so he's, he's ready. He's like, he has his wife, Peter, going. CJ still has a beard, and we both, he and I are both wearing orange shirts. Um so. I just want to say that if anyone's not following CJ on Twitter at ingest i n j e s t seventy seven, should definitely follow him. He's hilarious and a 
a great knowledgeable dead and and fish fan so you guys should he's all follow him. oh thank you yes go ahead brad um he's also knows a lot about beers which is turns out it's pretty cool right i forgot about the uh, beer expert part yeah, yeah. shit yeah um he's got a beard and um, we could probably just have a beard off when we meet in, in person him and i we are we're We'll rub them together. I'll, we'll take you guys the, I'll take you guys to the finals yes. for sure. <laughs> nice. I haven't shaved since yesterday. Can you guys tell? <laughs> it's, I, it's yeah. I can. The, the um, glare off the bottom of your chin is sort of blinding. <laughs> I think we need some makeup. <laughs> With these lights, these fancy lights we have. Hey, I'll be 36. Um, I'm hoping 36 is the year, you know? Yes, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's our yeah. birthday. So, um yeah, well, wish him happy birthday tomorrow, but not. Except it'll be except yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah when yeah. you hear this, <laughs> man, it'll be someone else's birthday for sure. Except it'll not be tomorrow. Right. Cool. Um. Anyway, so we were here to listen to set three from eight sixteen ninety six, the Clifford Ball. Um. But before that, as we mentioned, probably in the previous two parts, more than once. Um. CJ's over in the UK. Um. So, um. Just a just kind of a question I want to ask CJ. What what do you find different between you know living here in the states? You were living in Maine, I think, before you went. And um, what do you miss? What don't you miss? What do you love over there? Anything? Um, uh, I miss driving. We don't have a car over here. Uh, oh, wow. I, you know, that was since I was a kid. I couldn't wait to turn sixteen and get my mm-hmm. license. Um, so I definitely I miss that. Although that probably doesn't help my my. Um, sort of alcoholism because now it's just public transportation anywhere yeah. and and I don't have to worry about driving home. So, which is pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it does have, home. it does have its finer points until you fall asleep on the train and you're like five stops away from where you're supposed to be. Yeah. That's never <laughs> happened to me for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I do, I do enjoy it over here. We're a little bit outside of London, so it's a little quieter. I'm not a huge city person. So I do, I do like the quiet, um, but it's it's literally a ten minute train to get into central London, nice. uh, so it's it's no time at all. And um, you know my commute when I do I work generally on Saturdays, so my commute's about forty minutes, and it's in South London, so it's it's not bad. Um, yeah, and, you, and it's not you driving; you're just kind of sitting there listening. To awesome yeah, just podcasts. Uh, reading. Yeah, yeah. I nice. definitely oftentimes this is the. Uh, <laughs> The HFP. Nice, uh, nice. So, what uh, do you, are you into football? Have you found yourself now watching soccer? So, uh, soccer. I, no, I'm not a soccer fan. I'm, yeah, it's I just, awesome, I, man. I, yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm glad sorry. That you're like I, proud enough to say that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and and the the pub I used to run, um, we didn't do sports at all, and especially not soccer. Wow. Uh, That's intense, man. Get, um, so it was. That kind of helped out a little bit. Um, I would like to get into soccer a little bit. You know, um, if I had an allegiance to a team, it'd be Liverpool because they're the Red Sox owned. Uh, That's right, right. But uh, and and, and the also, I, and the Beatles are fantastic. And I've got a I made friends with um, with the editor of the the London Times, the football editor, and he's a he's a scouse. So uh, nice. Uh, but he's also a big football fan too. So. So we often talked about American football. That's what he used to cover when he first started his sports writing. Uh, nice. Although he's a, a Jets fan, so he hates them. I'm a Patriots fan. That's weird. 
Not many Jets fans out there. I I don't know why you would be. <laughs> I don't even want to like revisit the way that we came to recognize our um, respective fan fandom, which was last year during the ALCS or two years ago, and that was yeah. Yeah, you're really wearing hard. Detroit hat now. Yeah. yeah, man, Brad and I really like Detroit almost as much as we like Ohio State because we're awesome dudes. But <laughs> yeah. man, the Red Sox kicked the shit out of us. That sucks. Yeah. That, that was that was that was a pretty special year. Um, <laughs> that one and yeah. what helped out was that was right during fall tour. Um, so I was staying up. I had the the computer on couch tour and I had the TV on the on the baseball games, so that was yeah. I slept in November. I so is it after. is it difficult to like stay up to date with American sports over there? Not too much. I uh, I follow um, uh, Boston sports website, um, and until recently, they had been broadcasting over here via the internet. Um, but they just now you get a message saying they don't broadcast outside of North America, hmm. which is sucks but you can still listen to some of the stuff on demand um but yeah i, I keep up with the with the socks and the pats mostly um i am a celtics fan as well but they've kind of been pretty up and down so <laughs> that doesn't mean much at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet well um it's cool and I'm, I'm glad that you're going to come back to the united states because i think um the uk doesn't deserve you Um, awesome. So let's talk about set three. And that's from eight sixteen ninety six, the Clifford Ball, which CJ, our guest, um, was having a great time at. And um, he'll recant the third set when we get back. Enjoy.
just flailing, you're running at me. Ferocious, tenaciously calling at me. Devious, jealous, holding me fast. Miraculous, now you let me Tights and sizing my knees. The slipper, a sand dollar day at the shore. I see me at home and I dread even more.
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair Cause her mommy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through a sunken dream To the sea with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen but the film is a saddening bore Cause she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on Sadie's fighting to a dance hall Look at those cavemen go It's a freaky show Take a look at the
shall sweep the cell that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. toils and snares I have already come. Tis grace hath brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the All right, so that was the third set um, from the Clifford Ball, 81696, Plattsburgh, New York. Um, the set opened with Makasupa, went into 2001, into Down with Disease, into NICU, uh, and then there's a Life on Mars question mark into Hood, and then into the Firework Jam, as they call it. Um, and the encore was Amazing Grace. Uh, Makasupa is kind of crazy set three opener. The 2001 is more akin to a set opener. Um, and the Down with Disease is a second set or third set, you know, normal beast. I don't know. What do you think? What was going on, CJ? How, how, were, how were things going when you were there? Um, well, I, I, uh, this was my first Makasupa, so I was, I was pretty pumped to hear it. Um, I think they were just having a good time, so it was, it was sort of, you know, we've got yeah. nowhere to go. We're not in a rush to get to anything. We're going to get to it. Um, let's start off with some fun. And then they kind of they get into some weird space after the Makasupa before they go they into the 2001. Yeah. And uh, if you go back, I didn't realize this because I didn't hear it until years later. Um, but in the sound check for the Clifford Ball, they're they're singing about the different vendors that are in the area, and one of them is a Mr. Sausage. And so if you listen nice. um, attentively to in between the Makasupa and the 2001, you're Trey whispering Mr. Sausage into the microphone very quietly. Nice. Um, and that became kind of a running joke with some friends and I, that like whenever we were a little bit past, you know, right. effed up, that Tipping we would just point. come yeah. over to, yeah, <laughs> we, would, we would come over and whisper Mr. Sausage in each other's ear. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that, we, and I forgot to mention in set two, that Mike's song in the simple, there was like a little bit of kooky, like lyrical stuff going on too right where they're kind of humming or, or trying to oh yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's the second time in this in this show that we were anyway this is the second time that that kind of happened and, and the makasupa so cj was talking about the mr sausage thing rj i'm sure you caught it right because both of you yeah did. sure right <laughs> yep. um but it's cool that um it went into that weird space before 2001 because it is a set three and everybody's having a great time yep. yeah, yeah. so nice. down with disease 
jam was pretty sick. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's my favorite kind of disease. Really? And it doesn't go set. It doesn't go to two. Really? There, nice. there. I, I am. I'm a huge proponent of the of the set two opening down with disease. It's yeah. got my favorite riff of any fish song. Mm-hmm. The closing yeah. riff when it comes out, I think, is is just is absolute magic. Um, but that disease, it just this whole set actually. I have to say, the third set is is one of my top in my top five sets of all time. It just it it flows well. Um, there aren't huge, huge deep jams, but it just it gets going. Uh, and that disease is it. You know, I, I've heard it referred to as relaxed, but it's intense. Yeah, it's not. He's not firing off stuff, but it's just it's like laser focused. It's got a groove, and it just Trey's guitar sounds like it could burn a hole in the sky. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's really on point. And, and it's the, sets to warm up, right? I mean, I think I feel. Yeah. You know. Anyway, go ahead. so so they. I mean, that it's interesting, CJ. You say that because it is like a, it's like quote unquote type one, right? And then. They, but it's like it's really, really, really awesome, and it's interesting that you say that it's your favorite, it's favorite set two opener, favorite jam, and you. I, I, this is going to sound really terrible, but you missed the debut of it by one night um, in '93. I did. Right? Like if you had I been did, yeah. the yeah. garden, you would have been there, dude. But fucking been there, man. You fucking would have been there, yeah. You're like, I'm only. I, I, I really, I, I hate twelve. 3093 because it wasn't I, I didn't get the down disease jam yeah. but but i knew i would crave later on in life right um, right yeah. brian and i are just jealous that we didn't see a show until like almost two years later in 95 but um fucking noobs yeah. Jesus, <laughs> so am i allowed to swear on this yes yeah, of course awesome yeah the only thing that's good about this podcast. Like an hour and a half ago yeah. um <laughs> i'm so, amazed that i haven't sworn more right so you've the, seen my tweets the harry hood into the into that jam and i mean the the fireworks and everything i mean it's just so such a great ending what was that um what was that like i mean you, it was, you're still like you and I, we've been talking the three of us have been talking for the past hour and a half but you know you watch three hours of music and it's still only halfway through the festival not even so what was that like yeah. the um the end of the third set i um I thought that the fireworks were great. They kind of remind me of it. It brought me back to my second show, the one that, you know, the, that I mentioned, the OOB show. That kind of like cemented my love for fish. Um, so yeah, I thought that was kind a of lot of that fireworks. Was, That's really cool. I have, yeah, I get fireworks all the time. It's uh, it's me. So it's expect fireworks. It's, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I just thought it was it was a great way to cap the evening. Um, I love that the. The hood went in there, and and I know I said it about the disease, but I think this hairy hood is is so severely underrated. It's ridiculous. I I, I completely agree. I, got, I was looking I at feel like, like it's got everything you'd want from a hood. It's not like like a highlighted jam on fish.net or whatever, but like it's got mm-hmm. the soft blissful beginning, or you know after it's the so that, patient. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so wonderful. So and, and there's a, there's Trey plays a a line at one point. I can't I can't remember the timing on it. Um, but there's a, a singer, Victoria Williams, and she has a, a song, and I swear it's he's playing like the melody from that song. I don't think it's it's on purpose. I think it's accidental, but it reminds me of that, and it's just it's beautiful. Um, nice. 
and it, it takes its time to do its thing. Yes. Everybody's just so delicate. We were talking earlier, Mike, Mike's bass in, uh, in the Harry Hood in the opening, yeah. in the opening section and during the jam, also in that disease, this is fantastic as well. Um, it just, it, it comes together and then it explodes into this great crescendo and fireworks jam. And it's just, it, it feels like at that moment, fish realized that they had, they had done the thing they wanted to do. They had captured it. Sweet spot. And they, right, right. Yeah. And they, you know, I guess the, the most recent thing I could think of is, is maybe the taking care of business out of Piper at, at Hampton a couple of years ago. Yeah. It just, everything came together at one time. It was this, orgasmic sort of just eruption nice. um that's interesting man you say this because like because i remember brad for our when we had mr minor on when we interviewed him that was the same week that we did the um second set of great went um mm-hmm. and the the jam out of um is it what is the jam out of that goes into the where they burn down the the art thing it's um is it 2001 or is it down with disease it's it's you know one of those things where they burn down the thing is um Uh, no it's into hood from right 2001 and it's in the middle because it's kind of goofy right yeah hood ends the ends that set doesn't it yeah and the art jam Mm -hmm. which is just like the um the the you know the whole like beautiful part of of going into that burning of the thing and it's it's all mm-hmm. great and that that's just like it's so powerful and yeah. i think that probably was inspired by this right by them doing this um with the with the fireworks fireworks thing, thing. Oh, I mean, it, it kind of yeah, pushed the thing to the next level but yeah and then you get the and and part of that is you get the crowd interaction because that's the first yeah major right. uh glow stick jam and at the end and because i was at the at the great one and the end of that trade was just bowled over i mean i think it was about as an emotional moment as i've ever seen from him kind of receiving the energy back from the the crowd that he's trying to put out there um so yeah that just that i i do i'm a big fan of that set i do like the first night better overall of the one yeah but, um, but yeah that that hood was was fantastic and and the whole art stuff and and they decided to just burn it, and we're like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a giant fire!" Basically, so, every every awesome like crowd interaction stunt at a festival involving Hood is amazing, except yeah. when Trey climbs on the rocks at Coventry. Yeah. Um, when, you, when you're afraid, he's he's very much going to fall off. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I think um, we are we are at the end. Um, we are on cord with amazing grace. Welcome, my children are all up in my business. Um, cord with amazing grace, just like the Lord did. Homer wanted to, um, yes, for sure. That's right. Well, and, and, and the, I think that was pretty much the perfect encore. I don't know what else they could have come out and done. Anything pretty else would have been yeah. anticlimactic. And they right. they just left it all on the stage. So something uh-huh. where they're just it's just their voices to carry you out through the night and, and set you off. Nice. You know, that was going to be the first night of the festival of where basically a consequence-free environment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, sending people off into, into the, the campgrounds and stuff that way was just, I, it, I don't think they could have nailed it any more than they did. Nice. Awesome. Well, CJ, thank you for 
re rekindling our love for this show and you um yes all in one yeah. <laughs> at the same time i tried, I tried. <laughs> it was yes. really awesome man. i'll be your tinder anytime, yeah <laughs> so. it was really awesome <laughs> we got to video chat for a long time about this and um i just want to say thank you for yeah man joining us right, also thank, thank you, so you for your thank you for your love for the island tour Yes. Um, yes. We can, I can't yes. believe we avoided it all the way until right now. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Everybody, go listen to the Island Tour eighteen times in a row. So Each show, awesome. like all four, right together. It's coming up. Um, It'll take some forever. wacky. Some wacky guy just followed me with their Island Tour '98 Twitter account. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know who that is. I thought that was. Yeah. Me. I don't know. I don't know who that could be. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. I'm sure that I don't spell favorite the English way on that account that I do in my normal. Okay, but I just gave it away. Um, <laughs> but, CJ, you are uh, awesome at Twitter, and you're awesome at fish, and you're awesome at the Grateful Dead, and you're awesome at beer. Yeah. I think you're also yeah. an awesome dad because oh, Miles really? seems to be amazing, and I can't wait to meet you guys. Really? In a months. Yeah. Thank you, this CJ, awesome. for joining us. Thank man. you very much, guys. Yeah, this was this was great. I can't wait to meet you. Uh, later on this summer, definitely, yeah. and see and see everybody out there in Fishland. Um, exactly, and we're gonna have a good time. Our guest this week was CJ, who's at Ingest seventy seven. Um, follow us on Twitter at hfpod. Our website's hfpod.blogspot.com, and we'll see you all on tour. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effie Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.